Welcome to the CMC Podcast, where our mission is to inspire you to be a doer of the Word. Today's message is brought to you by our lead pastor, Tim Brooks. Start with Proverbs chapter 13, verse 20. Walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and be destroyed. That's pretty direct. Now, for those of you that are not like me, a Greek and a Hebrew scholar that I am, let me tell you what that says in the Greek, in the Hebrew, in the Aramaic. It says, walk with the wise and become wise. Associate with fools and you're going to be destroyed. As pastor here, I don't want anybody destroyed. I don't want anybody destroyed. The title of today's message is choosing your group. Choosing your group. We're talking about living our lives in the kingdom of God. Kingdom living. We're talking about not just being blessed on Sunday morning for an hour. We're talking about living a life that's just blessed. You, you've got a blessed marriage. You've got a blessed home. You, you're just blessed financially. You're blessed health, your business, your friends. You, you're just living blessed. You're happy. You're living a good life. Well, Tim, this world is just so corrupt. It's, it's mind-blowing the sin that we're living in. And, and we're, it's mind-blowing what is just blatant sin in, and is now okay and encouraged. That's why choosing your group is at an all-time high priority. Throughout Proverbs, we read, we will be like those that we are around so how important is it to choose who you're around? You know, we're changing the way we think. We're, we're learning to think kingdom-minded. Well, how do we do that in today's world? How do we do that in a world that is so awful? How do we live godly in such an ungodly situation? It's pretty simple to see, and we're all well aware of this. We all understand how this works in life. To have fresh vegetables in the middle of the winter, regardless of how the temperature, how severe the temperature is, no vegetable can grow or flourish when it's below freezing. We know this, and so we have greenhouses. You build a place that you can control the environment. And that's in the midst of freezing weather, we grow fresh vegetables. December, January, February, all around us is winter. Oftentimes, temperatures are below freezing. So we build these greenhouses and control the environment for our flowers, our plants, the things that we want in life. This is called choosing your group. Choosing your group. And everyone in here, Everyone in here has a group, your people, your BFFs, your homies, your buddies, your, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but we've all heard the story. I'm not going to relay the whole long drawn out story, but because we all know it. 
the, the eagle egg that got dropped in the chicken yard and the mother chicken sat or the chicken sat on it with the other eggs. This eagle was hatched out. And before long, you've got this beautiful eagle digging in the dirt and pecking around and, and not soaring like it was meant to soar. Why? Because of the way it was raised. Because of the environment that it was in. And it's, this is clear to see. The president of the bank does not live on the streets with the gangs. I mean, this is, this is a no-brainer message. It's the way life works for all of us. Proverbs 1.10, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. They may say, oh, come on, it's just for fun. We're talking today about choosing your group. Proverbs 4.24, avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. Today we're talking about choosing your group. Proverbs 22, 24. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people or you will learn to be like them and endanger your own soul. We're talking today about choosing your group. The Bible is very, very clear. You're going to learn to be like those you're around. Matthew chapter 7 tells us don't waste what is holy on unholy. It says don't throw your pearls to the pigs. They'll trample your pearls and then turn and attack you. Then it goes on to say beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep but are really vicious wolves. Okay, the question obviously is how do we know who are pigs? How do we know who's going to just trample our good? How, how do we know who are really vicious wolves if they're disguised as good people? Well, verse 16 then gives us the answer. Answer: You can identify them by their fruit. That is the way they act. Chapter 7, verse 16 of Matthew. You identify people by the way they act, by their fruit. You know, Terry and I just starting our life out together, we, we grasp this concept. We got a hold of this, and this was not just a sermon for us. This was not just something that we heard. As a young couple starting out, we obviously, as young couples, we wanted to do well financially. So we chose a friend group, some 10 years older than us, who were doing very well financially. We started going out to eat with them. We started talking on the phone with them. We started going on vacation with them. We started working with them because you become like those you are around. We wanted to raise our children, not in jail, not in the drug house, not cooking meth. We wanted to raise our kids that were fairly godly kids. So we chose people that were 10 years older than us that had great kids, great kids that were godly young people. You, you know, Terry and I wanted to have a good, long-lasting marriage. That's what we wanted to have. So we got a friend group that was some 10 years older than us that had a great marriage. See, we started hanging around couples that had a great marriage. You know, this was years ago, but I can remember uh, some different couples. I remember a couple that we were around and... 
And he talked so down to his wife uh, with us. I mean, just, just talked down to his wife all the time. Negative, critical. You know, and it just it, it put a knot in your stomach. We were with a, a, another couple, and, and I, I remember every time we were together, he and I would be off by ourselves, and he, my wife is such an idiot. You're not going to believe what she did. So you have to tell me this stupid, she is such an idiot. She is so ignorant. Can you believe anybody would do? And every time we're together, he's telling me what an idiot that he's married to and how stupid she is and what a stupid thing. You know, and I begin to wake up and think, wait a minute, this is not fun for us to be with this environment because I would leave with a knot in my stomach. I'd leave jerked up and we phased out of that group and we started vacationing and going out to eat with people who were producing in their life what we wanted to produce in our life. Because the Bible is very clear. The seeds that your group puts in your head will produce a harvest in your life. Now you have to daily live knowing this beyond a shadow of a doubt you need to know this. And you can tell a lot about people never even knowing them, just knowing the people they're associated with. You can tell a lot about them. So you find a person's friend group and it will tell you a lot about that. Who have they chosen to be around? What environment have they chosen to live in? You're growing your life. You're building your life. Many of you in here today have moved to Hot Springs Village. You sold everything that you had and you moved here from another state. You wanted to get away from high taxes. You wanted to get away from a high crime rate. You wanted to get away from what was going on in that area. So you, you moved in here to the village not knowing very many people at all and you have to build a life here in Hot Springs Village. To do that, you begin to choose a group that you're going to do life with. You're not doing life with everybody that lives in Hot Springs Village. You get a group that you, and, and it starts in kindergarten. It starts in first grade. They come to school and they don't sit at lunch with everybody in the whole school. They don't play on the playground with everybody in the whole school. You quickly get you a group that you're going to play with. Kids have groups. They sit together in the lunchroom. They walk together in class. They, 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 they sit together. Teenagers, they're not with everybody on the weekend. They have a chosen group that they're with. Adults have a group. These are my choices of friends. I want to go out to eat. I want to go to Branson for the weekend. I want to go to the movies. We want to go to a rodeo. We want to go to the National Finals Rodeo. Well, there's a group that we have that we do that with. Now, when your four friends are busy on Friday night, you're at home by yourself. Why? Because nobody could go with me. Now, there's 330 million people in the United States, and nobody, no, nobody could play tennis with you. Nobody could go out. Nobody? So I'm just home at my, by myself. 
on Friday night. Why? Because nobody, everybody's busy. Everybody's out of town. Nobody could go. Nobody, 330 million people, and nobody could go to the movies with you? That's shocking. I don't have anybody to play golf with. You're not playing golf today? Nobody could play with me. Wow. 330 million people and nobody? Boy, that's shocking. Everybody's busy. This is the way we live. This is the way we live. But we, 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 Carrie and I have been wanting to go see the replica of the ark in Kentucky. Man, we just hear great things about it. Well, nobody can go with us. That means the one couple that have an RV that we travel with together, our pastors from Missouri, they can't go. So nobody in the whole world can go up there to sit with us. We've just been waiting for two years for the four of us to be able to go up there because nobody can go with me. Proverbs 13, 20. Walk with the wise and become wiser. Associate with fools and you'll be destroyed. For you and I to live the life that God has for us, the most important thing that you're going to do, and we're we're talking about living in the kingdom of God this year. How do I do that? The most important thing that you're going to do is choose a friend group that is living in the kingdom of God. You're not going to live godly. You're not going to talk godly. You're not going to think godly very long being surrounded with ungodly friends. Now, you can write that down. I don't care how spiritual you are. You're not going to make it. In below freezing temperature, I don't care how strong this flower is, it's not going to make it in that environment. And in a world full of worry and stress and anxiety and pressure, in a world with gas prices and inflation, in a world with the president and administration that we have right now, where we're living, you're going to have to get you more than ever a friend group that will speak the word of God into you and cause you to flourish and bloom and prosper in the midst of freezing temperature all around you. Now, you've got one of two choices. You can associate, you can choose a group and become wise, or you can associate and choose a group and be destroyed. The message today is choose your group carefully. To the youngest in here today, to the oldest, this message is for you. You, If you're going to live in the kingdom of God, you got to choose a group that is living in the kingdom of God. Is your friend group very happy? Is your friend group in total peace? Is your friend group live life full of joy? They're, like, they're just happy people. Is your friend group in church? Are they in church every Sunday and every Wednesday? Are they in ch- Is your friend group in church? Is your friend group seeking the Lord? Here's what you can write down. You will never live blessed surrounding yourself with people who are not blessed. You will never live in peace surrounded by people who are not in peace. You're not going to live in joy surrounded with people who are not living in joy. It's not going to work. Terry and I, we were talking about this last night. We don't like drama. I don't like all of that. 
it's too much. It, it's just too, it's too much. And, and it seems like many today, evidently, they love drama. They, they love it. I mean, it's just, it's like a world full of junior high girls. Dear Lord, something is going on all the time. Here, here's the deal. When I call my friends on the phone, here's what I want to hear. I say, how's it going? I want to hear, all's good here. <laughs> don't expound, don't go into it, just all is good here. When I say, how's the wife and kids? Here's what I want to hear. Man, they're doing great. Then if I go on, how's the dog? Oh, he's good. He's got life made. I'm telling you, my dog's got life made. How's work? Great. See, I'm going to drift away from conversations that always have a problem with their kid. Always have a problem. Their kid is fine. Well, they got a problem with their daughter's boyfriend. Well, they got a problem with their daughter's boyfriend's aunt. Then their neighbor's great aunt's third cousin had a car wreck, and we're just so upset about it. I mean, how upset can you be? You know, but there are people who just have to find somebody. If I have to go a thousand miles from here, I got to find somebody that's having a bad day so I can talk about it on the phone with you. Why can't we just say life's good? Church, there are people who are hungry, starving, and living in cardboard boxes. We ain't got any problems, okay? Just be happy. Just be happy. Oh, I hadn't heard from you in a couple of weeks. How's it going? Your answer is life's good. And that's it. That's my friend group. It's just way too much drama. And you've got to keep life in this theater of dramatic stuff that's going on all the time well you don't have a hope of being happy of being full of peace of living full of joy now, now I, i've heard this my whole life oh that church down there's just full of clicks boy it's clickish don't give me that all of life is clickish don't act like 330 million people in america are your best friends don't, don't even act like that. We all have a click. My question is, who are you clicking with? So don't act like oh, they're clickish. They're, everybody is clickish. You're going to act like 330 million people are your best friends, and they just come in and out of your house, and you're just like that with 300 million people. All of us are clickish, for crying out loud. We got a very small group that just come in and out of our house, and we go places and do stuff with. That's my click. Okay, yes, we're all clickish. Everybody in the world's clickish. We have one. We're clickish. We're clickish. You're clickish. We're all clickish. The question is, who are you clicking with? Proverbs 12, 18. Proverbs 12, 18. Some people make cutting remarks, but the words of the wise bring healing. Are you with people that are making cutting remarks? Or are you with people who bring healing? Choose your group. Proverbs 15, 4. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. A cutting tongue crushes the spirit. Choose your group. You with somebody on the phone that's cutting? They're cutting everybody. They're cutting everything. They're cutting down. They're cut. A cutting tongue crushes the spirit. Proverbs 18, 20. The tongue can bring life or death. All right, goodbye. Did that conversation bring life or did that conversation bring death to you? 
I don't know if you've ever thought about this or not. But no one ever starts out doing drugs in a closet by themselves. You don't. You don't start out doing drugs in a closet by yourself. Let me tell you, you don't start out drinking in a closet by yourself. Now, after that group gets you hooked and addicted, you end up in a closet by yourself drinking, shooting. That's where that will take you is isolate you and put you in a closet by yourself doing that. But it didn't start out that way. You better choose your group really, really wisely. The question I'm asking today is, where is the group you're with taking you? Number one, where is the group you're with taking you? Question number two, is that the direction you want to go? I don't want to end up in a closet by myself, drunk. That's not where I want to go. I mean, I don't want to end up broke and depressed and worried and on antidepressants and trying to keep just one more day from jumping off of a bridge. I don't want to, that's not the way I want to live. Okay, well, is that the way the thinking and the conversation of your group is taking you? That's true everywhere. Right here in our Christian school. Choose you a group, two or three moms, two or three moms that criticize the teacher, find fault with the administration, find fault with the other kids in school because yours is the only perfect one in the whole school, and you watch what happens. It's not long you are by yourself with no school for your kid. Choose a group of moms that love this school that are so grateful for this school, that are so appreciative that we've got teachers that have walked away from teacher salaries with a retirement benefit and are teaching at a place because they love kids and you're so grateful for that, you so appreciate the Christian school and you can watch what happens. Not long they're volunteering in the concession stand, not long they're helping and volunteering for pizza day, not long they're volunteering to substitute in school, not long, are you getting this? See, where is your friend group taking you because taking you somewhere it's true at work at your work you and two others co-workers hate this job hate this I hate this job criticize the boss all the time feel like you're underpaid and overworked all the time you're being taken advantage of here get around that group and watch not long you're by yourself out of a job what happened Get with two or three others at work. Love this job. Love the place they work. They know no boss is perfect. You can have a jillion jobs and you're not ever going to have a perfect boss. I appreciate what this boss is trying to do. And you talk with each other about how blessed you are to work here and watch where that takes you every day in your workaday life. I'm not talking to our teenagers only here today. And this conversation is a lot about our teenagers and choosing your group and how important it is for your friends. I'm talking to our older folks in here today. Where is the group that you golf with taking you? Where is the group that you play cards with, that you play tennis with, that you lawn bowl with? Where is that group taking you? You step out of the golf cart and you hit this ball and you get back in the golf cart and you ride to the next place that you hit it. That conversation between 18 holes 
Is it how horrible gas prices are? Is it how terrible this president is? Is it how horrible your adult children are? Is it about how wrong your children are raising your grandchildren? Is it about how your IRA is diminishing? Is it all about what's hurting on you? It's your knee, it's your back, it's your elbow, it's your kidney, it's your gallbladder. You know, I've got a gallbladder and it's incision. You want to see my incision? See, don't be surprised that your life is lived worried depressed sick look here you can't hear about somebody's gallbladder all day long and you go home and you lay in bed and you think i i think i my gallbladder's i think maybe i've got a rock in my gallbladder right i feel like you can't go to sleep because you're worried about your gallbladder i didn't even know i had a gallbladder until i golfed with you all day long see here's what i'm saying we don't realize it but you're foursome that you play golf with three days a week has you living depressed. Your foursome that you have chosen to play golf with has you living very, very moody. And, and you are a depressed, moody person to live with. Your life is very depressed, and it's because of your foursome. If you golf, with four people that get in the car after every stroke and talk about how great Hot Springs Village is, how I love all four seasons here. I'm just about sick and tired of winter. When I get sick of it, here comes spring. I get just, I've had it, oh, the colors are so green, they're so brilliant. I'm sneezing, my eyes are burning, this pollen's killing me. And about the time you're sick of this pollen, here comes summer. Oh, I'm glad summer's here. And before you lie, I'm sweating, I'm so, they're just running down my back. My underwear stay wet for three months. I hate the summers here. About the time you're sick of summer here, here we got fall coming in. See, you can. this is a great place to live. Seasons don't last long here. I'm blessed living in Hot Springs Village. It's the greatest place in the world. This is the greatest place in the world. Do you know the crime focus in Hot Springs Village is on Tim Brooks's cow getting out? That's their whole focus in the whole village. Their cars got their sirens and their lights. It's the first time they got to turn their siren on. Man, we got a cow out. Woo, got a cow out. Got you, buddy. I mean, we got a great place to live, but no, every hole, for 18 holes, you got to talk about your gallbladder surgery. Where is your group's conversation taking you? This is, it's true in church. It's true right here. You, two or three of you get to talking about how bad two of the three pastors are that are here. And I relate to that. You got a lot to be talking about. But you're going to have to focus on the one great pastor that we do have here. tell you the next time somebody complains to you about the music being too loud ask them how often they volunteer to run the sound now we beg people all the time to learn to run sound and help so the next time somebody starts in on they don't like our music oh really what rotation are you on on running sound i've never had anybody anybody talk about the sound in this church that volunteers to run sound I've never had anybody say this church is unfriendly who volunteers to be a greeter, who volunteers to work in the coffee shop, who volunteers to be in our productions on our stage. Nobody ever talks about unfriendly this church is who is a greeter on our team. 
I'll tell you what, Pastor Tim's sermons are just too black and white. I need to do some of Jesus' gray, kind of middle-of-the-road sermons. I'll try to work on that. Well, I can tell you, that crowd down there is too big. Our crowd's too big. We baptized 30 people last week. Our... Our youth program got so big, we had to divide it in two, junior high and high school youth. Now junior high has outgrown their junior high building. And two weeks ago, the whole junior high had to move in the gymnasium because we're reaching so many junior high people here. Oh, I don't like that big church. I don't like that big church. I just, I'm more comfortable with 20 of us here. Well, y'all can bless your own assurance. We happen to be worried about where this next generation is going and we're rolling up our sleeves and doing something about it and it's gonna take a big church with a lot of money to be able to do what we're doing here. Just, here's all I'm telling you. Be careful about who your friend group is. Right here in church, walk with the wise and become wiser. Associate with fools and you'll be destroyed. The Bible's painfully clear. If you wanna love your school, if you want to love your church, if you want to love your job, if you want to love life, if you want to be happy, if you want your spirits lifted, if you want a deeper relationship with the Lord, if you want to grow in your faith, if you want to develop a stronger prayer life, you're going to have to associate with people who are doing that in their own life. I'm just asking you, where's your friend group taking you? I'm taking a lot of time on this sermon I'd like to say I have three points today. I only have one. And I'm doing that because we're in a tough time. We're in a tough time. We're in a tough time. The direction that this president is taking this nation, this is a tough time. Now, he's not the first president that's ever taken our nation in a wrong direction. And we'll have him replaced and we'll have a good president. That's just what happens in the United States. Presidents come and go. When you get my age, you realize they come and go pretty quick. This is a difficult time we're in in this inflation. But at my age, we've had lots of inflations up and down and going. This is a bad situation we're in in this inflation. These gas prices are really bad. Food prices are bad. Hamburger meat is ridiculous. Really? It's not steak. It's a hamburger for crying out loud. Salami. I want every member of this church serving the Lord what they do being a blessing to other people, daily serving other people in what they do. I want every member of our church in the midst of this freezing temperature that we're living in, I want our flowers blooming. I want us bearing fruit in here. I want all the members in our church to live healthy. I want you living healthy. You can't live healthy if your friend talks about how sick they are every time you call them. I've had back surgery, and I could talk about my back surgery every day, but there's a lot of other parts on my body that hadn't had surgery. <laughs> At my age, I feel good to feel as good as I do feel. Don't talk about your one toe that is killing you, and you got an ingrown toe and it's killing you. Talk about the other nine that's working pretty good. I mean, could we focus on the nine toes instead of the one toe that's killing you? When I call you on the phone, say, hey, my nine toes are good today. <laughs> Ask yourself, does the group that I'm with speak the word to me, 
talk about prayer, talk about applying the word to daily life. Is this group that I talk on the phone with on a regular basis, is their desire to grow in the things of God? This year, if you're going to go with us in this church, we're, we're going to life in the kingdom of God. That's where we're going. We're, the members of this church are going to live in the kingdom, blessed, happy, in peace, full of joy. Now, if you're going to go there with us, even in this church, you're going to have to choose you a group. You're going to have to choose your group. Because always know, Proverbs 18, 21, life and death are in the tongue. In choosing your group, always ask yourself, where will this group take me? Addicted, alone, by myself? Where will this group take me? Out of church? Completely. Out of a job? Completely. Where will this group take me? No school for my child? Where will this group take me? I want to be with a group that's going to take me to a blessed, fulfilled, happy life, answering the call of God on my life. To do that, you're going to have to choose you a friend group that that's what's happening in their life as well. Y'all stand. Lord, we honor you today. We magnify you and we bless you. Lord, we thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the blessed life that we've been given to live. And Lord, we're purposing in our heart to live in your kingdom. We're going to live in your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to the CMC podcast. If you'd like to watch our sermons live or looking for more information about our church, visit cmcchurch.com or follow us on Facebook at Christian Ministries Church.